Welcome to Woo With Us, a podcast to help you navigate and explore the many topics of spirituality, woo-woo, mysticism, and more. Don't do your spiritual awakening alone. Join us and let's spiritually awaken together. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Woo With Us. Today I am doing a solo podcast Uh, Denise um, and I are just going to take turns doing solo podcasts, uh, maybe for this month. We'll just see how it goes. We've just been kind of busy, especially Denise with some different things. So today I'm going to talk to you guys about flower essences, which is something that I've just recently become aware of. Um, It's been around for a while, but this is just something that I've started learning about. So what are flower essences? Well, basically, they're liquid extracts, and they're used to address issues of emotional well-being, soul development, and mind-body health. Um, Flower essences are thought to balance and integrate the polarities that are found within different individuals. Um, They work with the archetypal themes of soul development, which are embodied in the subtle qualities of the plants. And working with these issues of self-actualization and life destiny issues and pathologies that are blocking the soul development. Uh, Flower essences are made specifically from fresh blossoms of plants. And the reason is because this is the time, the time of flowering is when the plant is most clearly expressing the soul qualities that tend to speak to our emotions, attitudes, and inner experiences. Flower essences have a reputation for being effective and safe. Um, I'll talk about this in a little bit more detail, but, um, you know, they they don't cause any harmful effects when you're using them. And they actually belong to a new field called potentized remedies. They derive their beneficial powers from inherent life forces within substances. So this is along the lines of things that we've talked about before with um, Reiki healing, where we're actually using energy. Uh, when you think about our aura, when you think about, um, you know, the way that different people's auras can affect us, especially if we're empathic, we can pick up on those different energies. Um, this is along the same lines. You know, we have flowers that are living things, plants that are living things, and they all give uh, a certain vibration and a certain energy. Um, Plant remedies or flower essences in this particular situation are designed to help transform emotions, attitudes, or patterns of behavior, and they're things that can hinder us in our development um, and becoming our potential self, our highest potential self. Um, They are thought to work um, most beneficially in part of a holistic program. So that would include things like exercise, nourishing diet, stress reduction, inner development, and appropriate medical care. So this isn't something that's just going to replace all those things and just make you magically better. This is something that you can do in addition to. So you can do your Reiki healing, you can do your meditation, you can do your exercising, you can do your nourishing diet, you can go to talk therapy, um, you can see a medical professional, and then also use flower essences. And that will just make things um, increase in benefit for you. 
So flower essences are actually thought to be a catalyst um, to be more healthy, to lead a more balanced lifestyle, to stimulate greater awareness of our inner self and actually build a bridge between the realms of the body and the soul. Uh, in the 1930s is when the flower essences first um, evolved or first came to be, and it was actually developed by an English, English physician named Dr. Edward Bach. Bach believed that illnesses were a result of the conflict between the purposes of the soul and the personality's actions and the person's outlook on life. And this war, this internal batter, battle will actually lead to negative moods and cause energy blockages. From 1932 to 1935, Dr. Bach referred to the first 12 remedies as the 12 healers. And he actually believed that there was a set number of fundamental types of people. And the 12 remedies were associated with the different personality types. Um, in 1933, he found remedies for people whose abnormal state is regarded by themselves and others as part of their character, and he called these false types. And in 1935, he referred to the final 19 remedies as developing our inner great self. So altogether, um, Bach found 38 remedies um, that were considered the Bach remedies. Um, Bach came to this information by using intuition and his psychic connection to the plants to determine the flowers that would alleviate the emotion that he was feeling. So when he felt certain emotions, negative emotions more specifically, um, he would hold his hand over different plants and if one of those plants alleviated the emotion he would ascribe the power to heal that emotional problem to the plant so he was using his intuition and his psychic um, connections in order to determine which things were um, going to be beneficial in healing different negative emotions uh, he believed that early morning sunlight passing through the dewdrops on flowering petals would actually transfer the healing power of that flower onto the water. So he began to collect the dew from these different plants. But he realized pretty quickly that the amount of dew wasn't sufficient um, to create any kind of healing remedy. And so he actually began to use other forms um, he would suspend the flowers in spring water and allow the sun rays to pass through them. And if there was a lack of sunlight, he would resort to boiling the flowers in water. Um, the 38 remedies he came up with were mostly from English wildflowers. Um, each remedy was associated with a basic human emotion and they were created in liquid form and the point was for you to be able to mix the different essences together to create a remedy to help balance your current emotional situation. So if you think about it, uh, when we're experiencing different things in life, we don't just have one emotion or one um, negative factor. Well, usually there's a bunch of different emotions and factors that go into what we're experiencing in our life. Um, he wanted to create a system that was simple so that anyone can use it. And um, 
and then once he collected this dew or the water from the uh, flowers that were suspended in the water inside the sunlight, he would actually create a mother tincture, which was 50-50 um, mix of water and brandy. And so the water that the flowers were floating in was 50% of the mixture and then 50% brandy. Um, the brandy was used as a preservative. Um, stock remedies were created from that and they're solutions that are sold in the shops and are dilutions of the mother tincture. Um, the solutions for all of these remedies would not have a scent or a taste of the plant because they're actually diluted. Um, the remedies are said to have the energetic or vibrational nature of the flower and can be transmitted to the user. I did a little bit of research into how they're prepared. So um, they're diluted, potentized herbal infusions, or they can be used as decorations. Um, they're prepared from wildflowers or pristine garden blossoms. Um, they're made in what he, Dr. Bach, deemed as the laboratory of nature, where the four um, elements for earth, water, air, and fire are found in harmonious balance. So the earth is there to nurture the plant. The air is from which the plant feeds. The sun or the fire is to enable it to impart its power. And the water was there to collect and be enriched with its beneficial healing. Those four elements were actually added to a fifth element, um, which is the sensitive awareness and attunement of the preparer. So the person that's preparing this is equally important. And it can be you if you're attuned. Um, I think that just being involved in the process can maybe make it more beneficial and powerful for you. So like I said, um, usually this was, uh, these flowers were collected in the early morning on a clear sunny day uh, when they're filled with dew. Um, and then often uh, there's, there's two different types of method. There's the sun method that was used more for delicate flowers um, where they would float them in spring water uh, for up to three hours. But then for woodier plants that bloom when the sun is weak, the boiling method was used, or like what I said before, if there wasn't a whole lot of sunlight or the sunlight wasn't as strong, then they would use the boiling method, and that's where they put the balloons um, and they boiled them in water for half an hour, and it was pure water. So both methods use heat to transfer the energy found in the flowers to the water. And then the energized water is filtered and an equal quantity of brandy is added as a preservative to create the mother tincture, which I talked about before. Um, so the process creates an energetic imprint of the pattern of the flower in the water and embodies the healing archetype of that plant. And this essence is preserved with organic grape alcohol and further diluted to form a stock. Um, so how would we use these? Well, the mother essence is derived from fresh blossoms um, and infused with morning sun, and it is um, diluted to a stock level and then again diluted to a dosage level. And typically they're taken orally from a dropper bottle. The standard dosage is four drops and you would do it four times a day. 
Um, you can take the drops directly from the dropper bottle under your tongue, or you can make several flower essences together um, and put them under your tongue. Uh, but when you do this, you want to consider how the essences work together and limit the amount of essences that you're using. Um, I saw in my research, it was three to five. I found somewhere else um, it was recommended not to use any more than six to seven. Um, and if you go over that, it's recommended that you uh, find someone who is a skilled practitioner in the use of flower essences. Um, you can mix the different essences in a glass of water and you can add four drops of each essence. Um, stir the water for about a minute. Uh, you want to stir it in a clockwise and then a counterclockwise motion. And then you can sip this mixture several times throughout the day. Um, you can use this mixture for up to three days, but if you are using the same mixture, um, Whenever you're drinking this, you need to make sure that you stir it every day. Um, so they um, talk about the use of brandy being a preservative um, and the purpose is to keep it uh, lasting for anywhere between three weeks to a month. And, um, and then once you create that mixture, you can further dilute it by adding the four drops of water, or four drops to a half glass of water. And then again, if you're diluting it, you wanna stir clockwise and counterclockwise. Um, it's recommended that you use glass droppers and bottles because plastic may have an adverse effect on the plant remedies. And you can use them also, instead of taking them orally, uh, you can create a misting spray and that would be the same as preparing them in a dosage bottle, but rather than taking the drops internally, you would spray the mixture around the body and in the environment and make sure that you shake the bottle before each application. Um, you can also use them in a cream base by adding six to 10 drops of the stock of each essence um, that you select per one ounce of cream, oil, or lotion, and you can use it on a daily basis. You can also use them in baths. So you can add 20 drops of stock from each of the essence that you desire into a normal size tub of water, warm water. And then you stir the water in the tub in a figure eight motion for at least a minute. And that helps potentize the remedies in the water. And then you would soak in the bath for about 20 minutes. And then when you get out, just pat uh, your skin dry gently and then you can rest quietly or go to sleep and that will help you to continue to absorb the qualities from the essences. Um, for acute uses, um, like with the five flower formula, which I'm gonna talk about in a second, you can use these essences, uh, stock essences, um, hourly or several times an hour, but you can only do this on a temporary basis, so it's not good to do this prolonged. Um, Dr. Bach created something that was called the five flower formula and it created or it was used from five different flower essences. So clematis, cherry, cherry plum, impatiens, rock rose, and the star of Bethlehem. Uh, this formula Dr. Bach created in the 1930s um, through his own practice and observation 
it was used for several things. So one of the things it was used for was for an emergency or crisis because it helps calm the mental level levels of a person's pain and suffering and confusion. Um, and it can be used for a person suffering from an emergency or crisis or helping or a person who actually is helping others go through this. So maybe like a nurse or a therapist might use or a doctor might use this kind of uh, five flower formula. Um, you can use it for recovery from trauma. So it promotes uh, recovery from trauma, injury or illness by relieving stress, anxiety and tension. You can use it for a baseline remedy for all healing. So it will stabilize and calm the mind-body interface before addressing specific emotions and behavior patterns. Um, you can use this five flower formula to calm children. So like after they have an accident, a fall, a scrape, or a burn, um, you can use this in addition to the appropriate physical care. Um, you can use this to aid animals. Um, you can pacify wild or trapped animals um, or help injured or stressed pets when transporting animals. So I think of this as like maybe animals who have anxiety at the shelter or um, animals who are having anxiety when um, they're in a car or when you have to transport them in a crate to the vet. Um, and then you can use this for plant protection. So when transplanting plants, um, it can help reduce shock or you can put it into um, the water of a vase for fresh cut flowers. You can use this five flower formula as prevention. Um, so if you are getting ready to go into a stressful situation, like you're going to the dentist or you're preparing for surgery, or maybe you're pregnant and you're preparing for your labor and delivery, or you're traveling or moving, this would be a good time to use the five flower formula. And also for post-trauma. So any kind of post-traumatic stress from like surgery, war, um, rape situations, natural disasters, or even a loss of a loved one or a home. Um, how to flower essences work. Uh, the understanding that a human being is more than a physical body. Um, they incorporate a body of a life energy, a body of sensitivity and feelings, and a spiritual essence of self. Um, and that understanding is important, important in understanding how flower essences work. And since we talk about this a lot on the podcast, I feel like this is a natural transition for us to understand flower essences. Um, flower essences are energetic imprints of the life force of plants, and they interact with the subtle bodies of the human being and evoke specific qualities within us. Flower essences are, um, they, well, they work through the medium of water, which is uh, the principle known in physics as resonance. Our soul responds to the soul notes of the flower essences that we need for our healing and growth. Flower essences work through the various human energy fields and influence mental, emotional, and physical well-being. Flower essences um, can be used in therapy to understand the thoughts, feelings, and experiences of the human psyche, and they're reflections of the same cosmic laws inherent in the growth patterns, shapes, and colors, fragrances, and vital energies of nature that are expressed in the flowering plant. 
modern physics has known that matter and consciousness are intertwined, but especially in the Western um, part of the world, our medical science still works on the older mentality that human beings are a mechanism in a world of machines. So that's why it's a little bit harder for them to accept flower essences. But in my opinion, I feel like that doesn't mean it needs to be disregarded. I feel like we just need to do more research and look at this. Uh, it's often said that it's just the placebo effect. But like I mentioned before, I feel like there is some validity to the placebo effect. And maybe we should look at this a little bit more as being a path for us to go down. Another important aspect of flower essences is understanding how do we choose the flower essences that we should use. Um, it's recommended that you read basic literature on the topic of choosing flower essences. There are books um, you can get online and you can look at uh, resources. I found a ton. I think there's even questionnaires that people can use um, to just kind of decide which, what are you experiencing, what do you want to heal, and which flower essence will help you with that. Um, you need to decide which mental and emotional issues are most important for your health and growth and select the essences that correspond with the issues. Um, talking to a friend or counselor or using an assessment questionnaire can help you sort through the choices. Uh, there's 38 that Dr. Bach created, but um, because this has become a little bit more uh, used, there have been more than 38 that have been uh, figured out, um, so that can be overwhelming. Um, Dr. Bach wanted to create an easy-to-use system where you just need to be honest with yourself and aware of your feelings, so he suggested going through these steps, uh, being clear why you would like to take the remedies. Um, Dr. Bach believed there, was, believed there was a correlation to the way we feel emotionally and the way we feel physically, so while you're looking at the different uh, flower essences, you won't see any that relate to physical conditions, but he believed that working on an emotional level can help at a physical level. So if you're kind of doing the work, which is why some medicines don't help us or don't help us for a prolonged period of time, because the medicines we use are just there to um, cover up the symptoms. They're not really there to address what's going on underneath. And that's why flower essences, I feel like, would be a good way to use this in addition to other things that you're doing. Then you need to think about your current feelings, think about how you feel at the moment, and then look at the 38 remedies or the list of other remedies that you find um, and find the one that best matches your current feelings, mood, or the way that you're reacting to the situation and the people around you. Um, you also need to think about your personality. You need to think about who you are underneath everything else. So if you're shy, quiet, and timid, then you might be a mim mimalist type. If you're full of energy and enthusiasm, then you might be a verving person. Um, if you're a loner and you like solar pursuits and you enjoy your own company, then you might be a water violet personality. So there wasn't a whole lot of clarity here as far as what that meant, but I'm assuming that if that's your personality, maybe you're not really looking to um, go to those flower essences because you don't really want to change your personality. 
You more want to change problems that don't have anything to do with your personality. Um, so maybe you would not take those into consideration, or maybe you are trying to get a little less shy and quiet and timid and, and maybe use some of the things that will help you um, get out of that. And then you narrow down your choices. You can select and mix together, and this is where it gets a little tricky as far as my um, research goes. This says you can mix together six to seven different remedies at a time, but you need to keep in mind that if you use a bunch, like say, okay, forget it, I don't want to do the research, I just want to put all 38 of these together and just clear anything that's inside me, well, if you mix too many, it's going to actually lessen the effect. So you want to leave out the remedies that maybe are just coming up because they're feelings from your past or maybe they're not really relevant. When you look at some of these remedies, you'll actually see like maybe it'll save fear, but you need to specifically look at what kind of fear this is. Is this fear of social situations? Is this fear of changes in your life? You know, whatever. And maybe that'll help you narrow it down. Um, and then understand that you can't make a wrong selection. So if you choose a remedy that, um, you know, isn't right for you, it's just not going to do anything. It doesn't really harm you. Okay, so what can flower essences do for me? Well, working with flower essences can make you feel more alive and in touch with your goals, values, and creativity. Um, keep in mind, they don't create feelings of euphoria and they don't banish pain and conflict. So they actually stimulate the awareness um, of your conflicts and challenges. Flower essences, like I said before, are the catalyst for emotional change, and they work by stimulating your awareness, um, in which case you feel calmer, clearer, and then you're better able to handle these situations as they arise. Um, you need to have some objective way of observing your emotional and mental state while you're using the flower essences. Um, so keeping a journal or regularly communicating with a friend or counselor, or even just taking notes of your dreams and other inner events is a good way to do this. And this is because flower essences are thought to um, kind of happen subtly. And so you may not notice its impact on your life immediately. Um, and just keeping track of things as they happen will actually allow you to kind of go back and see if it's making a difference or not. Um, flower essences strengthen your ability to work through the obstac obstacles to your health and growth. Um, also keeping in mind, like when you meditate and when you're using like sulfagio frequencies and doing some of these other things, um, you may stimulate some discomfort and awareness of the pain or conflict um, because of the ability that these things have in allowing you to work through your obstacles, you have to kind of bring them forth into your life. You have to understand what it is that you're dealing with. So you may create or feel some more pain or conflict initially, but um, this just brings the obstacle to your attention so you can work through it. And when you do, that will help you to create a state of health um, than just suppressing the pain or um, artificial stimulation of feelings through biochemical intervention. 
Uh, flower essences work best when they match the core mental or emotional challenges that you face. So if you're only addressing surface symptoms or fleeting feelings, you might not notice an impact. Um, essences can help to release emotional stress and they may result in physical tension. Flower essences can help people who suffer from physical illnesses by addressing the emotional responses to the illness and by working on the underlying conflicts and tensions that may be contributed to the onset of the illness. So like Dr. Bach believed, we're experiencing things on a physical level because of the emotional that's at the, that we need to figure out at the surface. The physical is just basically representation of what's happening emotionally. Flower essences are not a cure for any specific illness, and they're usually chosen for mental and emotional issues rather than physical ailments. Um, it's believed that a one ounce dosage bottle used four drops a day, four times a day will last about a month. And this is the typical amount of time that it takes to create emotional change. So it's recommended that you use the essence for this amount of time to fully experience its impact. Um, but obviously this is up to you. And just like in creating uh, your own mixture of essences, um, you're using your intuition. So if you need a shorter or a longer period of time, you can make that decision. Um, the experiences will usually start off subtle and gradually become more obvious. Uh, discontinue the use of the essence when you feel you've completely absorbed or consciously recognized the benefits that were intended. And as always, you know, seek the advice of a qualified health practitioner, especially for serious conditions. Don't just think that flower essences is going to, you know, help you with serious things. Um, it's asked, you know, are there some... Uh, harmful side effects. Well, flower essences contain minute traces of the actual physical substance of the flower, and they're primarily the vibrational nature of the flower. So they're non-toxic. They have no direct impact on the body's biochemistry, unlike pharmaceutical and psychoactive drugs. So there's no such thing as an overdose from flower essences. Um, it's possible to have discomforting experiences with flower essences because, like I said, they can stir up disturbing emotions and things that we need to work on. Um, but this isn't a side effect of the flower essence. It's rather more of part of the therapeutic process, and that actually can lead to health and awareness. Um, choosing essences poorly, um, they say in this research that it could result in chaotic experiences rather than a healing experiences. But like I said, in the other part of my research, it said that it would have no impact. So I guess just keep that in mind. Um, if that is a possible side effect, that could be a harmful side effect and that you feel more chaotic than healing. And then I would just, if you're feeling that way, just discontinue. Um, you might also experience physical reactions like fatigue, headaches, or a temporary rash, and that's thought to be the body's response to the emotional waking, awakening that's elicited by the flower essences and will pass within a day or so. If the emotional or physical response is too strong, then you can reduce the dosage frequency or try a new combination of essences. So this is particularly um, something to consider when you've created your own combinations um, maybe the combination isn't right for you. Um, so one of the things that was in my mind was, okay, so I've heard now of flower essences, but I also have done 
you know, some research into aromatherapy and essential oils. So what's the difference? Um, essential oils are going to be used for aromatherapy and they have a definitive um, aroma, whereas flower essences don't. Um, essential oils work with a sense of smell and its effect on your brain. Essential oils are highly concentrated chemical substances and they're actually poisonous. Many of them if taken internally. Um, most essential oils are diluted first in a carrier oil before they're applied topically, whereas flower um, essences are actually uh, diluted in water and something else that you can take internally, um, like brandy or um, I've seen in my research uh, some different things that I'll talk to you about too. Flower essences are safe and gentle um, to use whether taken internally or used on the skin. Essential oils are produced from large quantities of plant material like the flowers, roots, seeds, or bark. And that depends on, you know, the volatile oils of the plant uh, where steamed distillation is the most common extraction method. Flower essences um, only use the flower and are made in smaller quantities where the vibrational imprint of the flower is extracted in water and then is further diluted. Essential oils are a physical extract and flower essences are a subtle energy extract. Flower essences are, and essential oils are actually complementary to each other in healing work, so you can actually use both. Um, both affect the mind-body connection and work from opposite pathways. Essential oils enter through the sense through the senses to reach the soul and flower essences impact the subtle energy fields of the soul to affect the physical well-being. You can combine essential oils and flower essences into spray bottles so you can put them together but then you would just use them for topical applications like skin cream, massage oils, and maybe like misting your body and your environment. Um, flower essences are also different from herbal remedies because they're made only from the uh, plant the flower of the plant, which is um, the, which embodies its higher vibrational healing, and herbal remedies are made from various plant parts and use large quantities of the herbs. Herbal remedies can be used in teas, um, tincture, or capsule form, and have a strong effect on the physical state. Um, and some herbs can be poisonous and can cause overdosing, whereas flower essences are safe and can be taken in conjuncture with. Um, herbal remedies. Okay, so we've talked about flower essences. Uh, now we need to talk about uh, what are the different uh, flower essences that we can use. Um, well, just to quickly talk to you, like I said, there are 38 different um, essences. There's agrimony, aspen, beech, centauri, serrato, cherry plum, chestnut bud, chicory, clematis, crabapple, elm, uh, gentian, gorse, heather, holly, honeysuckle, hornbeam, impatiens, larch, mimulus, mustard, oak, olive, pine, red chestnut, rock rose, rock water, cilantro, Thra, Salanthus, Star of Bethlehem, Sweet Chestnut, 
vervain, vine, walnut, water violet, white chestnut, wild oak, wild rose, and willow. And those are the 38 original um, flower essences created and founded by Dr. Bach. So all of these different things have different um, different reasons for using them. So let's just talk about the five that are in the flower, the five flower uh, formula. Rock rose gives you courage. Clematis gives you focus. Impatience gives you patience. Cherry plum uh, allows you to be in control. And then the star of Bethlehem allows you to neutralize grief. Um, minimalist is one that I uh, talked about a little bit, and that is allowed you to face your fears. Um, but let's say we were having an issue facing our fears. What are some things that we could use? You can use Aspen to help you feel secure. You can use Cherry Plum to allow you to be in control. You can use Minimalist to face your fears. You can use Red Chestnut for a peace of mind, and you can use Rock Rose to give you courage. Um, say you want to stand your ground. You can use agrimony to communicate openly. You can use centauri to be assertive. You can use holly to have goodwill towards others. You can use walnut to allow you to adapt to change. If you want to find hope and joy, maybe you would use crabapple to accept your imperfections or elm to be efficient or gorse to have hope or larch to have confidence, or oak to restore endurance, or pine to have self-respect, or the star of Bethlehem to neutralize grief, or a sweet chestnut to be optimistic, or willow to forgive and forget. And if you're looking for clarity of mind, you might use white chestnut, which will help you calm your mind, or Philanthus to be decisive or clematis to have focus. So there's a lot of things that I just gave you. Um, the 38 is probably hard to process when I'm speaking to you on a podcast. So I really do recommend you going and doing your own research, um, looking at these different, at least the 38 different uh, flower essences created by Dr. Bach will give you a good place to start. Um, one thing that I found when I was doing this research is that honeysuckle has been something that I've been drawn to, and that allows you to embrace the now, um, keeps you from living in the past, and allows you to leave regret behind. So my connection with honeysuckle may be that I need to start focusing more on embracing the present time and letting go of regret. So you may find that maybe you have been connected to one just naturally in nature, or you need to do a little bit of research and figure out, you know, what kind of things are you having trouble with right now and you want to help yourself heal from um, in the future. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it gave you some things to think about. Again, this is just, you know, an overview of flower essences, hopefully to get you a little bit excited about this um, type of healing modality. Uh, and just to let you know that there are a bunch of different healing modalities. And I really like learning about some of the different ones, especially ones that I haven't done a whole lot of research about. So I hope this was helpful and I look forward to talking to you in the next podcast. Thanks.
Thanks so much for listening. Your support is so important to us, and we'd really appreciate you giving us a rating and subscribing to our podcast so you never miss an episode and you help us reach more souls. Thank you.